When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the one and only T-Quest. You are tuned into the T-Quest show. Relatable, informative, yet entertaining. You guys know I love you guys, right? Of course I do. But who do I love the most every week? My listeners. Without you guys, I would be no one. So special shout out to the ones who always listen to my radio shows and my podcast. But also special shout out to the new listeners. Why? Because that means someone was smart enough to tell you about my show or I was being a great promoter and putting it out there so you guys can come and follow me, right? Yeah, because the show was lit, but there's no point to have a lit show if I don't have any listeners. So I always got to pay homage to you guys. And you guys know I like to take advantage of my platform before and after my show. So if you haven't already, shame on you. Make sure you follow me on all social media platforms at TQuestGLM and download the TQuest mobile app in your Google Play Store and your App Store for free. Can't get no better than that. You say you love me, that's your way to prove it. Now that I've taken advantage of my own platform, you know, sharing is caring. It's time for me to share it with my special guest today. Today we do something a little different. I actually have a co-host because we have an extra special guest. And I told you guys, I like to pay homage to different entrepreneurs, you know, and different business people, not just music artists and DJs, because that's the realm or the industry that I'm in, but for other people, such as, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I did um, a special on celebrity chefs, you know, and celebrity music artists. But what about the other professions? What about the other people are part of the entertainment and media society? What about the authors? So now it's time to pay homage to the authors, right? And my question to you, how many of you guys actually still read? And how many of you guys actually still go to the library? Well, we're going to get into that for the show. And before we um, introduce our special guest, let me introduce you to my co-host for the day, the owner of Winnie's Escapes LLC, Ms. Winnie Lee. Hi, guys. I'm so excited to be what here today, <laughs> I know you are. Oh my gosh. I know you are so excited to be here today. You know, because yeah. um for the ones who don't know, you know, every time we talk, I'm like, what are you doing? Reading. What are you doing all the time? Reading. I'm like, what are you reading? Oh, I'm reading this and that. And I'm like, it's so refreshing because a lot of people don't really read like they used to. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember reading um of course, when it wasn't forced, like in school, but after school, reading different books, you know, like Zane books and Terry McMillan. And I used to remember just sitting home, just relaxing with curled up with a book, some tea, some water and just vibing. But as we got older, life became so hectic mm-hmm. that I didn't have time to do things that used to make me happy. Yeah. And now it's time to bring back the things that make me happy. And I'm like, what makes me happy outside of the entertainment world? And teddy bears and edible arrangements. Mm. Reading. <laughs> yes. It makes me happy. And I'm just not talking about reading blogs, even though I'm a writer and a blogger, but reading stories outside of Facebook and scrolling on Instagram. Like, no, reading real books. Yes. You know, going to the library, checking out a book, remembering to bring it back so you don't have to get that feed. 
you know, the good old days, I used to pay a lot of fees, but please don't judge me on that. But um, yes, I'm so excited um, to bring in our special guest today, and she wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. So before we bring her on, tell the people who you are and what you do, and tell them why I call you the Black Belt. Well, for those who don't know me, I am Whitney, owner of Whitney Escapes, LLC, number one travel agency in the world. So when you're ready to take flight again, please contact me. And the reason my sister calls me the Black Bell is because, like she said, I love to read. And the funny story is I didn't always like reading. Mm-hmm. It was actually a few years ago where my husband challenged me to like a reading challenge. I don't want to read. He's like, come on. I was like, you know, knowing I'm competitive. I took on the challenge and took it and ran. And it just became something I love to do. And I appreciate that challenge because being a busy person, you know, having your own business, being a wife, a mom, you know, you don't get to always do stuff you want to do to relax. And I used to say watching TV, you know, a good Hallmark movie was Mm -hmm. my relaxation. But when you have kids and stuff and I have small children, you don't get to do that. But with a book, I can pause. And go right back to where I am and finish and doesn't feel like I missed anything. Mm-hmm. And I am so excited today because this young lady, I was just introduced to her recently from another author, which I really appreciate that these authors don't mind referring each other. That means mm-hmm. you other black women who are authors. Absolutely. And she just referred me to her um, this month. Mm-hmm. And I already read like 10 of her books. I have no clue. How did I do that when I only read during the weekends? So mm-hmm. that should tell people and show people how her books just draw you in. Mm-hmm. And I am so excited to talk to her today because I do have questions, of course. I have my healthy notes. I've been writing all day. So <laughs> I don't forget anything. But mm-hmm. I appreciate her because definitely during this time of COVID, we need an escape. And you know, with Winnie's escapes, who always trying to escape, and my staycation escape is reading. Mm-hmm. And she has blessed me through her stories to just get my escape, get my sexy back, you know, because she talks about it's like the black Hallmark in a book, mm-hmm. you know? but it can't be on the Hallmark channel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it is so good. So juicy. It's so relatable. Mm-hmm. And I'm just so excited to bring her on here so we could co-host together and, you know, show your viewers. And I share this also and my friends, you know, this wonderful woman and her art because it is often is the gift that she has. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. I don't know if you guys are, but if you can't tell, I am excited. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think this is the perfect time to bring on the guest. You want to introduce her? Yes, I would love to introduce our guest today. So mm-hmm. today we will be interviewing the one and only Alexandra Warren, who's an author and a blogger. So please follow her. But we're bringing her on today to talk about her wonderful book collection. <laughs> oh, there she goes. Hi. Hello, ladies. Hi. I am wonderful. That was such a warm introduction. I'm like, is she really talking about me? Are you sure? <laughs> but I like yeah. it. So, so thank you. Thank you for inviting me on. Absolutely. So I like to interview guests as if, well, I've never met them or know anything about them, right? Which mm-hmm. means they should know enough about themselves and their business and their product to sell it to a perfect stranger. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's start off by once again you telling the people who you are, where you're from, and what you do. 
All right, I am Alexandra Warren. I am a romance author. I specialize in black millennial love stories that are fresh, flirty, and fun. Um, I'm from Omaha, Nebraska, but I currently live in Houston, Texas. And uh, I've been writing full time for about five years now and I love it. And I don't see myself doing anything else because it's just so fun to be able to tell stories. Now, say it again, exactly the type of stories that you write and say it slowly. So I write fresh, flirty and fun black millennial romance. Mm. Now that's interesting because I remember a while ago, someone told me that they was going to write Tyler Perry and saying that he should make movies like that for the black culture. Yes. I would love to see it. I would mm. love to go down to his wonderful studios and pitch my work. Um, yeah. He has everything that I need. Um, if he wants to collab, I'm down. Um, that would be that would be beautiful. I would love to see that. I will too. Bring your stories like you and, you know, Alexander House, who referred me to you. I said the same thing, that your stuff should be on TV because that's something that we're missing. We're missing black love, real black yeah. love. You know, mm -hmm. we have a show that's on for five seconds. If it ain't back to they pull us off the TV. Like, we don't have love. You know, that's even true. like in my own household, they're like, oh, you've been married, kids, and your husband's black. That's not norm. I said, well, it should be. We it do have people true. who mm -hmm. are married to who happen to be African American, mm -hmm. who still have a real strong love and connection. We are not um not normal. You know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. I said some of the problem is is that we don't show it. It's not on TV. Mm -hmm. It's not displayed. And your work and your wordplay is beautiful. You don't make us seem like. We're ratchet. You don't make some report. You come. You talk about different levels financially and different places yes. they are in their life, where everybody can relate to. And that's I think is what's wrong with the world today. What's going on? Black Lives Matter. You know, like um, our other sister, she wrote a beautiful quote on Facebook when she said, "When everybody says save the whales, they never said what about the dolphins." No one ever says stuff like that. You know? <laughs> so it's like, we're, we're about a human being and we saying we matter, which is something so minute, you would think, yes, you do matter. But another problem is you don't display us positively on television. Mm -hmm. It has to be a They do. The ratings are low because people are so brainwashed. That I don't want to see black people unless they're fighting and arguing and fussing. You know, remember the show they had, what was your show? It was a show with um, Tracy Ellis Ross and Malcolm Jamal Warner. It was oh, like that a was lovely a black couple. Oh, but the yeah. Radio, remember that? Yeah, the radio was that show. Because nobody wanted to see that. They wanted to see ratchetness. I did. That, you know, <laughs> because in their mind, if it's a black happy couple, then um, why would we want to see that? That's not going to entertain me. It's cheesy. To them. It's cheesy. To them. I'm like, how is that cheesy? It's right. a million ways with everybody else, but we don't get to see it for black mm -hmm. people. And so that's why I love being able to write the stories that I do because black love is real and black romance is real. And I'm not going to run away from that. Like, that's what I was raised in. That's what I live my life as. So why would I ever run away from that when I'm creating art? Absolutely. Yeah. So I want to, I love to bring it back, right? Bring it all the way back. Now you say you were a full-time writer. Um, for the last five years, but what made you actually pick up the pen, pencil, crayon, or marker? 
So it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a funny story. It is, well, I guess it kind of started with crayons. I mean, I feel like I always enjoyed writing, but I never envisioned myself being a writer. I was actually a preschool teacher. Um, and so after I graduated from college, I like got back into reading because you know when you're in college you're only reading for your studies. Mm. But after after you're done with school, it's like okay, I have a little bit more free time. I can read for enjoyment. So I always love romance novels. Mm. And so I started reading more and more. And I'm like, I should try my hand at this. And so I had a friend who she was um, she was pretty new to the self publishing world. And I had just sent her a little bit of what I wrote. And she was like, You need to finish this. You need to publish this. And so I always say that she pushed me off the ledge to, to publish my first thing. And after mm -hmm. that, it was like, You know, you find readers and people really connect with your work. And it's like, How can you stop now? Mm -hmm. Please don't stop. Please. Don't <laughs> stop. <laughs> okay. So you wrote a piece, your self publishing friend enjoyed it. And you put out your first book, but what was going through your mind while you were writing? Because my me myself, I'm a writer too, mm -hmm. and I write based off the story that's playing in my head. You know, so yeah. what is your process? So I'm I'm a, very much the same way. Uh, mm -hmm. I always say like these stories are playing in my head like a movie, and mm -hmm. I'm just transcribing what's playing in my head. And so with that first book that I put out, it was called Attractions and Distractions, and it was based in college. And so I was fresh out of college, mm -hmm. and so I felt like I knew the ins and outs of you know that experience and being able to bring that into uh, making a novel and making a series. Mm -hmm. It was like a no brainer because it was something that was so fresh in my head. Um, after just being graduated recently. Okay, okay. Now, how did you feel the moment you finished it right before you had to do the editing? Oh, I was like, did I, I was like, is this real? Like, <laughs> did, I, did I really do this? And am I really planning on putting this out? Like, <laughs> because there's the, there's the, like the nerves, are people gonna like it? What are people gonna think about this? What is my family gonna think about this? Like. I was still working at the time as a teacher. And so it was like, are like my parents that I, you know, the kids that I teach, are they going to see this? And like just all these different worries. But at the end of the day, it's like, this is something I want to do for fun at the time. Like it was just something that's a hobby. And so like, I just need to release some of that pressure on myself and, mm -hmm. and just try, try it. Why not? Okay. So what was the name of the first book again? Um, it was called Attractions and Distractions Freshman Year. And so it was a series that went from freshman year to senior year. Okay. And how many books you have out now? I have 33 books out. Woo! <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. So this series, um, Winnie, did you read this series? I haven't read Attractions and Distractions yet. I'm actually writing that down because I went in the order on her site. That mm -hmm. she had, so I started reading them as the order that they were in because mm -hmm. I didn't want to make sure if she brought another character, I didn't miss. It <laughs> 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 happened to me when I started reading Alexander Howells. Like someone told me about one of her books, and then I said something. I feel like I'm like I know this character, mm -hmm. and then I'm like, wait, hold up. So then I found her, and I was like, hope oh, she replies back to me. How should I? They said, oh, you should read it, and I'm like, this is why because. She was talking about the person in another book. And uh -huh. I was like, so that's why when I messaged you, I'm so happy that you got back to me. I was like, I didn't want to be like, you know, not reading it in a proper order. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, because there's authors we like to, we call them Easter eggs. 
where we like mention a character from another book or just like so if you read them in order then you're like oh i remember them and you pick up on it but if you're new to the work then it's like okay who are they and then you end up going back and so exactly, exactly. it works, works both ways <laughs> absolutely so let's segue and have a little fun Whitney. i want you to pick the first book that you read of hers and it's time for you to ask her some questions well, that's so easy for me because I already have them written down. But, um, I would like to start off with the first book, but the one question that I'm trying, I wanted to ask you for the longest now that I knew we were doing this. In your five book series that you write about um, the tale of two cities, mm -hmm. we talk about um, Halloween, Christmas, all those stories there. And my question is for you, which I love them. I really love how you brought back um, the um, Max and Kevin, you know, from your mm -hmm. other book. But I really loved Orlando. I loved him. Like his character was really, really good with him in the Super. Like I love, I loved that how you brought them back into that series. I'm like, it threw me. But I really like. But I want to know in that ending of those five books, why it wasn't your epilogue at the end? Like so, all the, the end, the end. But then you, you like you did. They did like a peekaboo real quick. But that's it. Like, oh, he went to the airport to see his girlfriend. Blah, blah, blah. What else happened between them? <laughs> and so with that series, it was all about the meet cute, right? So how do these two people from totally different worlds come together around this holiday and meet each other and, you know, kick things off? And so it was just like the beginning spark of each relationship. And so that's why there's not a long epilogue, because it's like, if you just met somebody a month ago, are you really going to have the baby and the marriage and all mm. that stuff? I mean, some people, that's their thing. That's fine. That works for them. But for these couples, it was more about the meet cute and then just having that first spark of a relationship and just kicking things off on a good note. I totally get that. That goes to my next question. Are you going to do a part two of the two series to see like <laughs> where are they now? So, you know, I, I don't have any plans for it, but I also never say never because sometimes these characters just like to pop back up and I don't get to control. <laughs> I don't get to control the stories that I'm telling sometimes. Sometimes they have all the control and they tell me what to do. And so if they were to pop back up, I would love to because I, I also just very much enjoy every single character of that series. Yes, like that one. I was like, why did she have that love? Like, I love, but you, like I said, like you said before, it was definitely how they first met. Like, you really focused on that in the story. But I'm like, okay, he said he's love you. They said they're together. Now what? Like, you ended up, oh, <laughs> and I was reading the other books, like, oh, <laughs> 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 he was on a cliffhanger and he do like a peekaboo, like, oh, they still together, but that's all you're going to find out is that they still together. <laughs> Yeah. Anytime I end a story, like just know that everybody is living happily ever after. That's what I tell people because mm -hmm. I know it's so easy to get connected to these characters after you spend in these, you know, however many hours you spent reading. It's like who, like they start to feel like real people. So you mm -hmm. want to know, like, what's going on with them? Like, are they doing okay? And all these types of things. But just know they're always living happily in my head. <laughs> okay, I'm glad that you said that. Um, in your mind, you're thinking of them as real people, right? Mm -hmm. which was actually the best segue to um, the question I wanted to ask both of you. In this book, how many main characters are there? There's a series, but there are always two main characters in her book. All right, so in this, the first one that you were speaking about, who's the two main characters? There will be 10 of them because it's a five book series. But the first, the first story in that book, I wrote it down. It was Halloween was Savannah and Lincoln. Is that correct? Yeah, because Savannah has the daughter. Yes. Yes. 
<laughs> now, these two characters, if it was to be um, played out in a movie, a TV show, who you feel should play those characters? So it's so funny that you asked that because <laughs> those two, for some, I, like, I'll use like character inspirations, but they're usually just like random people. But mm -hmm. those two actually had celebrities, and Savannah was uh, Kelly Rowland. Because she's so, so I, he talks about that. She looks she, like Kelly Rowland in the yeah, book. Yeah, uh huh, uh huh. Mm -hmm. And so Savannah would be Kelly Rowland, and then Lincoln, he has more of a soccer build. And I think I use like Reggie Bush or somebody who was a football player. Oh. Mm -hmm. Can you see that? Well, I thought Kelly Rowland because she said in the book that is like, oh, when he was before he met her, they said, How we describe her? Oh, she's like a Kelly Rowland. So yeah, yeah. I always uh -huh. had that image in my head. And then she played had the all play with Beyonce for the Halloween when they got uh -huh. dressed up. So it kind of makes sense that that happens. Yeah. She's tall, slinky, you know, she's um a track star. So she definitely had that figure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I could definitely see that. Okay. All right. So let's keep it going. Next oh, the book, let's get it. The first no, book I read um, is Shots Not Taken. Okay. So that was the series. So Shots Not Taken is by Nicole Falls. And so we collaborated on the series um, mm -hmm. and I did one last shot. And so that was a. That's why that one popped up first. But you supposed to read one first. I could not oh. figure it out. Yeah, you, you can read them in any order. And that's the beauty of, you know, doing a collaboration like that, where it's not about like trying to connect them completely, but two different stories that just connect in little ways throughout. But yeah, so that, that's actually, it's funny that you said that because that's actually what I'm working on right now is the next um, edition of that series. That's great because I have questions for both of those books. <laughs> Um, but so I'm gonna go with um, one last shot. I really let me tell you what I really liked about that book. I liked about the book that their personalities, how they both were athletes, and how he was on top of his game, and then something tragic happened, and people assumed which they like to always do with people assume, oh, he must have been all this and that, not knowing he was really broken hearted that mm -hmm. had his scholarship and he didn't have no other where to go. and. She always is in love with him. So that kind of like make her want to see a little bit past him. I just really love like their dynamic of coming mm -hmm. together and um, and watching both of them grow. Like she had a her own stigma. Like now mm -mm. she like roll him off, you mm -hmm. know, because he disappointed her, but she didn't even know him. And that's what we right. do. We know people and they're like our idols or some type of way. You're like, life happens. You don't know their story. They don't want to share it, but you already have your prejudgment. Mm -hmm. And here he come, all this baggage, but he was still humble enough to be like, you know, let me express who I am and how like a full circle come around. It was just mm -hmm. a beautiful love story. But I loved how like they, one thing I love about all your books, the characters really grow and find themselves. You know, mm -hmm. they all mm -hmm. struggle with something but they express it, then the other person figure it out, and like, oh, I was stupid. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'll be saying to myself, like, why do you have to know all the details to realize you were stupid? <laughs> like, you know, and that's the thing about it. It's so, it's so funny writing it because even as I'm writing it sometimes, it's like, oh, you are like, why are you handling this way? Like, this could just be so simple, y'all could solve this so easily, but y'all are taking the longest route <laughs> to the solution. And but I have to I have to follow what they tell me. And like you said, it's real life. And so 
Yeah, yes. I, mean, I, I love, love that, that that story about them and how, you know, no matter even though he was on top, he came down. He still worked. You know, it just takes that one person, and mm-hmm. then you use almost that same type of character, but flip it in your other book. With um, I wrote it down. Which one it is? With um, Jules and Levy. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I tell you, I wrote it arrangements. I just remember because Levy is still like he's a superstar, but different. How he fell off mm-hmm. and had to work like he had an injury, but people always like assume stuff. Like mm-hmm. I love how you took those characters and put them together, and you talk. You know, Jude working at the match, he brought them back into it, mm-hmm. which I really love because I I love that storyline between um. The um the brothers Mitchell brothers I love like mm-hmm. not, what's your last name Watson the Watson I'm like, brothers I'm like yeah. Kevin and Maxwell I was like wait this Maxwell Maxwell <laughs> <laughs> the name of the lounge of Max and how they introduced like but I love how you took like similar situation but you totally flipped it like with Levy mm-hmm. and Jules like that was really 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 dope let me see my question I have for that what was I was going to Oh, I want to know what all your stories like. Now I found out that you're doing the um, the one shot. You say you're doing another book to that, mm-hmm, the Nymph and Trojan series. Mm-hmm. So, what it brings like the characters into that one? So it'll be like book number three. So it'll be um, two characters that were featured in one last shot. It'll be about them. And so we'll see glimpses of Selena and Dre in that book, uh, mm-hmm. but it'll be focused on two new characters. Like how their life grew because how it ended with her expecting like well we know what if I was like, what is she like what is like I was so curious <laughs> well, I hope you yeah. about, that's my hint to say hey put that in the story if you don't <laughs> <laughs> we will find out what Selena is having and you know Dre's transition into the NBA and there was a lot of little things that you know are happening in the next phase they'll just be told uh, through the lens of other people. You keep us, like I say, you keep me like, oh, what's going to happen next? That was really, really good. Question, you have a question, hon? Oh, you know me. I stay with questions, but you just seem so excited and it's beautiful. I am. A dialect, dialect. <laughs> so uh, my question for Alexandra is, I was curious because, you know, as a reader and a consumer, when I used to go to bookstores, you know, I would base everything off of the synopsis on the back of the book right? Mm-hmm. That's going to tell me if I'm going to buy this book or not. I remember one lady, she wrote this book. It was like, yeah, you know, it was a gangster named Marvin. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and I was just so turned off because I couldn't picture no gangster named Marvin. Right? You got to have a nickname like, or something, right? I was like, like <laughs> I don't want this book. So then I got something else. So I'm curious to how you come up with the um, the characters' names in your books. So that's uh, that's so funny that you asked that because it's the silliest thing to talk about. But uh, me and a lot of my author friends, actually, we use like babynames.com. And so usually I'll have like a letter in my head of, mm-hmm. you know, just a letter. I'll just pick a letter and I'll just like scrolling through. And it's like, I know who this person is, but what name actually fits the character that's developing in my head? And so I'll just be like scrolling through lists and whichever one like stands out to me is, is chosen. Okay, okay. That I mean, makes- that's a little interesting, but that makes sense. 
Yeah, I guess it's kind of like what parents do. They either um, name their children off from themselves, like a remix to their name, or they mm -hmm. just like, oh, that's so pretty. And some of them actually do go to like baby babynames.com. Yeah. So it's kind of yeah. interesting that you do that because I always wondered how they do that. <laughs> it's a good thing to know. Yeah. But it's the other thing, like you said, like you'll hear a name and you're like, oh, that's so pretty. Or like you'll see a name on TV. You're like, oh, I love that name. And so I'll just jot it down in my notes. And just save it for when I have, you know, a character that fits fits that name. Absolutely. Well, back to you, co-host, because you got yeah. to have another one. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I can talk about my Oh, I love. Listen, I love these books are so good. We'll go to the book called "The Games People Play" with um, London and Chance. Yes. Oh my god. Listen. <laughs> They are. Wait, can y'all see me? Yes. Well, I don't see you because my computer, the MacBook is always connected to my phone and it kept on like, I'm like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. So, okay. They are hilarious to me. Um, even their characters in here, like, um, MJ, he was so funny to me. Like when he was on his shoulders, like, mm, tonight, ooh, like, they was just too funny. Her mom was hilarious. But how did you come up with them? Like, that's gonna be real life too. Like how they're like secret lovers, and you know, because um, London was her brother's best friend, and he moved out of town, come back. Like that mm -hmm. whole thing was. So like great, but I was like, look, why don't you just tell your brother? Like, stop doing this. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's that's one of those things. Like I was talking about earlier, it's like this is just so like why can't y'all just handle this so easily and not have to go through all of this and trying to be sneaking around? Like, why do you have to do this? But that's the story. That's the story <laughs> that they gave me, and I try my hardest not to fight them about it because otherwise they won't give me the words that I need. And so I just I follow along with them, but um. London and Chance were so much fun. I knew that I wanted to do the um, the brother's best friend with the little sister. I knew I wanted to do that trope, but I wanted to spice it up a little bit. That was like the goal for this project was to just do some, some something a little more spicy than what I had been doing previously. Mm -hmm. And so I just, I took it there and I had a lot of fun. Like you said, all the side characters, like they were super fun and the moms and the, the auntie gang in their pajama oh ones. So like, Everybody. Yeah, it was, it was, I love, I love writing that book. It was so much fun. And then you went to the, the next book after that one, The Games We Play. And I'm so happy because I knew there's two books, but I was reading um, the first one and um, what's his name? Khaled. Mm -hmm. I was like, if she don't bring Khaled in the second book. <laughs> I was like, I went, when he met and he got drunk and came to her house that night, Mm -hmm. I said, book number two, don't talk about him and this lady. I was so disappointed <laughs> because it just felt like it should be about them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I love, because you're always curious about the best friend. And I love that you did a guy and girl best friend, mm -hmm. you know, and they both was very attractive and everybody always wondered about their relationship and how everything started. But I love when you, like they're Khaled and Jayla, like, I loved how the two definitely different relationships, uh -huh. but they were so similar in so many ways. Yeah, they they fought some of the same battles of just getting over themselves. Like yeah. <laughs> that's mm -hmm. what it was on you know on both ends is people just having to get over themselves. And 
with Kat, like Jayla, I understood, you know, her reservations of not only getting involved with a younger man, but also, you know, somebody that you're trying to help, you know, their career and she's fresh out of divorce and all these other things. And so I totally understood her apprehension, but it was also like, girl, you better let this boy love you because he is like ready. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, you know, he is doing his thing in every aspect of this story. Mm -hmm. And I do have a sidebar for all your stories before I talk about one of my favorite ones. All of them are my favorite, but this one I um, messaged you about it. But before then, I do have a question quest. Where do you get all these sex scenes? Like, are you watching porn? Is this personal experience? No, I want to know because they are very graphic and detailed. And I'm like, well, I'm you know it is. where did you get this from? <laughs> like, and I love too how you let the man lead, you know, and most of it, the guy's always initiating. He always making sure she comes. And then a woman's like, you know what? He deserves this back. But, <laughs> but it's, it's a refreshing to see that. Like, you know, not the woman like, come on, I want you all, even though they're stretched out or high, but the guy's always kind of like controlling and leading it in a, in a point. But I was like, where is she? Like, I need to know where's your imagination coming from? Is this personal experience? Is it a porn hub? You know, I don't want to be plugging other people. But I'm curious. <laughs> and so it, it really goes back to what I said earlier about these storylines literally playing in my head like a movie. And so it's not that like porn is playing in my head, but it's like this is just the natural progression of, of where they would go. And this is how they would, you know, have these intimate moments, like based on their personalities. A lot of mm -hmm. times this is how their intimate moments will go. And so it's, it's what they give me, honestly, like it's not necessarily oh, let me go on Pornhub and see what position they're trying to do over here. Like, yeah. I was saying, it's just great because they're not ratchet. It does, it's not like, mm, it's like you said, it's a progression. Like, you know, the mm. hand on the thigh, then he's kissing on the neck. You know, it's not like, oh, then he's nibbling. It's so, it's so deep. Do they do stuff like that on Pornhub? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But it sounds like I don't know, but it was just very, um, not just the um, white point, I mean, not just the kissing herself, but like, you know, she's like, oh, my pearl and this and that. And he's doing this. I'm like, okay, okay, kids. You know? <laughs> well, another thing is like, we grown, right? And so we, yeah. you know, we know what we would like and we know how we would want to be handled. And so I guess some of that gets inserted as well. <laughs> it's so good. And it's so, it's done very tastefully. And I appreciate that. And I was telling all my girlfriends, I'm like, you need to read her books. I said, because like my sister, no, I'm not, I figure, how do I want to describe myself? Like, I don't like reading things. Like, I don't really swear like that. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. I like reading stuff, I feel like for the mature audience. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Same people who swear aren't, aren't mature. I'm not saying that. But you know, when you come to a certain place, like I don't use certain vocabulary. So to read a book that is about black people um, who love each other and done so tastefully, but still so relatable. You know, we all grew up in the hood. I mean, we all know, definitely our generation, you know, we all know struggle. So each character, even the basketball player to the bartender, like we mm. know somebody like that or we've right. been in those type of situations, you know what I'm saying? So to read these stories and it's done so tastefully like i just love them even the, to the sex scenes like it's so detailed but you can really relate and feel like no he ain't just pulling about like you know even some <laughs> like that because they already were together right even the dialect i love how you do 
the woman's point of view, the male's point of view. The woman's point of view, mm -hmm. the male's point of view. And my question is, how do you get that male's point of view? Like, you, you know, like, <laughs> how would you take this? <laughs> I mean, I have a brother. I have, you know, dads, uncles, cousins, you know, friends in my real life. Like, I have all those things. And so you, I think as people, we don't realize just how much we're picking up on just from being around mm -hmm. people. Absolutely. And so when I'm sitting down to write a male point of view, there's always, you know, in the back of my head, it's like, okay, is this, does this really sound like a guy? Like, is this really something the guy would or you know ways that guys would think and really just not inserting myself as a woman on this person like letting him be who he is and so you know sometimes it can be challenging because like i said it's like is this really what a guy would say or is this like me trying to <laughs> trying to emulate a guy um but it's, it's also fun for me to like deliver you know the opposite sex and like try, really try to get in the headspace of what what that character would be talking about I think you do that very well because you also make them feel, you also show their vulnerability. And a lot of people want to look at a man always being ha, ha, ha. And most mm -hmm. men are very vulnerable and sensitive. Absolutely. Not hard, hard. Not hard, hard. <laughs> Not that. But like, you know, this must, like, you know, guys don't cry or they don't have feelings when yeah. we're all humans. But mm -hmm. you don't um, dismasculate them. They're still masculine in how they handle it. And right. I was curious, I'm like, she, this is so well written. So I was, Thank that's you. why I was curious. I'm telling you, I tell you, I've like 10 books in five days. I don't even know how I did that, but thank you, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it was they very interesting. My husband like, what you reading now? So let me tell you about this scene. He's like, oh my god. <laughs> He's like, you really like these books. I'll tell you, let me tell you what this guy did to so and so. <laughs> but it's just like I like like I when I watch TV, I like Harmar, I'm gonna help us little romantic. Mm -hmm. And it just feels like I'm playing the movie in my head and those people look like me. They're yes. my girlfriends, yeah. you know what I'm saying? They're my sister, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it feels so good to see that, you know, it's not my story, but I can relate. Right. So I appreciate that coming from a black woman who loves love and who's in love with my own man. But to see other people that you don't always really get to see, you know, because mm -hmm. so many of my friends are still looking for love. So mm -hmm. they're not my friends in real life, but they're my friends in my head and your stories. Like, oh. <laughs> They finally made it to the end. That's how I feel writing them too. It's like, yes, girl, you deserve. Like, I'm so happy you, you got love. <laughs> <laughs> so no, that's cool. always the goal. So to, to hear you express that is like so it's just so filling me up right now because that's always the goal when I sit down to write, is just to write, you know, relatable characters, relatable black people falling in love and like, you know, the highs and lows of that, sure. But at the end of the day, like it's it's still a beautiful experience. That's always what I want to come across. So thank you for that. You're welcome. <laughs> I have more questions. I'm like, this is your show. I'm I know, but I'm just like, I felt like I should just do the intro and the outro. <laughs> day. But it's, it's beautiful because um, I love how you guys keep saying it relatable because the tag for the show is related, relatable, informative, yet entertaining. So I'm just going to have my own little moment. But, um, this is what you want when it comes to being an entrepreneur, being an author, being a business person, being a music artist. You want to hear from your fans and your readers and your consumers. You know, like with you with your business, 
as a travel agent, when they come back from their trips, you like to hear the great reviews. Like, oh my gosh, we had such a wonderful time. Thank you so much for uh, putting this together for us. Well, you know, it's a beautiful feeling. Mm-hmm. You know, and just like you as an author, it's a beautiful feeling to know that your readers are connecting with the characters in your book. Absolutely. That means you're doing your job. Mm-hmm. You Absolutely. Know? So I can see the glow in her face as a fan. That's my melanin. <laughs> I know that's right. You some milk and honey. Oh. <laughs> you know, and then you look at her like, wow, like the reason why she's smiling right now is because of something I did and something mm-hmm. I created and stuff like that is so beautiful. And not to segue from what we're doing, but just like when it comes to the black community in general, women coming together, connecting, vibing. Mm-hmm happy and being positive and motivating one another and supporting one another. Mm-hmm. Another thing that's not highlighted, especially mainstream, and that's why I try to um, take advantage on my platforms to do things like this. I look, three entrepreneurs, female, just happens to be black at the same time, coming together, vibing together, connecting together, you know, and that's the way it should be and things like this needs to be highlighted and not always put on the back burner. Absolutely. Right? I want to segue a little bit before, before I forget, you said that you collaborated with another writer mm-hmm. on books, correct? How mm-hmm. was that process? And so, okay, so it was a lot of fun for sure. Uh, but it was different for me because from a creative standpoint, I'm not used to just working with other people. Like mm-hmm. when I sit down to write a book, it's like I'm zoned in beginning to end. Like this is my baby. I don't, I don't have to think about anybody else, but, you know, collaborating with someone and, you know, having stories that are two separate stories, but interconnected in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, it was different to like have to share notes and like, you know, keeping pace with this, you know, story length and just all these different things. But the person that I was collaborating with, Nicole Falls, she's a great friend of mine. And so it was so Can much. Write her name down. Yes, her name down. Absolutely. Nicole Falls, you definitely did check out her work. Her work is amazing. Um, but yeah, because I feel like because it was a friend of mine already, it just, it, it was seamless to be able to collaborate. And, you know, even with all these different things going on in comparison to me writing something by myself, it was beautiful to, you know, have somebody that kind of pushes you to, to want to create your best thing mm-hmm. and to make sure you're, you know, you're keeping pace with somebody else's creative creativity. So how does that work when you actually put it up on platforms like, Amazon and Barnes and Noble, does the book actually go under both your names? You both upload it, or how does that process work? So we we wrote two separate books for us, oh. and so that I think the the way that you're talking about, I don't feel like I could ever do that. Like that, that would just be too that would be too much for me to have to like literally write one thing with okay. one person. That would be a lot for me. Um, but because we wrote two separate books, they're both um, under our individual names, but they're linked together as a series. And so once you find one of them, you can find both of them. Um, but they're specifically tied to our own catalogs. Okay. And one more question before my co-host takes over again as we're down to less than um, 20 minutes of the show. Um, my question is, I hear your books are very lengthy, but how long does it actually take you to write these books? So it depends. Um for like a novella length, which is like something less than 50,000 words or so, it'll take me like a month, a month and a half. Um, something full length might take me two, two and a half months. Um, so it really just depends. But oftentimes, like I'll get so much into the story that 
it's just flowing. Like I don't have to, like it just in no time at all. It just, it wraps up, but usually anywhere from a month and a half to uh, two months, two months and a half at max. Okay. And one more question and then you can take over again. I'm sorry. <laughs> when it comes to you being an author, what are some other authors that you actually read in the stories that they write? Um, so I mentioned Nicole Falls. That's definitely somebody that I'm like one click buying on Amazon right away whenever she puts something out. Uh, Christina C. Jones is actually the author that I was talking about earlier that pushed me off the ladder to publish my own thing. And she has oh, over <laughs> so she has over 50 books. I think she's like pushing 60 at this point, but her work is absolutely amazing. So I highly recommend her. And I, I, I get to read her stuff before she publishes. And so that's like a, a friend privilege of mine uh, mm -hmm. to be able to see just the, the magic that, cause she, I mean, it's magic. That's uh, what I can say about her work. It's, it's absolute magic. Um, Alexandria House, she mentioned, I, I absolutely love her work. The McLean brothers, like everything she does is just wonderful. Uh, love Belvin. She has these just masterfully deep stories that have like some spirituality tied in, but oh, it's not like Love Belvin. Love Belvin. Yes. And her books. You think my books are long? Her books are long, honey, but you will fly through them because they are so just, oh, they're just so intensely good. Um, D. Rose, she's a newer author. Uh, she writes kind of the same. Um, kind of fresh millennial black love uh young typically like new more new adult age characters i don't think you really see anybody over 30. um but her books are absolutely fresh and just fun and just kind of that same just youthful energy but just you know beautiful black people falling in love beautiful black people doing everyday things and you know happening on love um so yeah oh phyllis born that's another one that she writes uh romantic comedies that are just like gut busting funny. Like <laughs> I get mean, down with it. Spread up my message her and say, Can you send me this list? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, write this down so we can have it. I sure will. I absolutely will. Because yeah, <laughs> yeah, she is like she's like a hilarious person in real life. Mm -hmm. And so when you read your books, it's like this no wonder these books are so funny because you are just a funny, just wonderful human being. And so yeah, those are the people that I'm always picking up once they drop something. That's great. So before I, I go all day, <laughs> I know, that's a beautiful thing. You know, that's a beautiful thing because it's just showing yet again that you support your fellow black female. Oh, and not mm -hmm. just because it's the color of their skin or their gender, just because they actually put up great quality work. That's you know, exactly if you have great is. products, then people will be your consumers. Mm -hmm. You know, but, um, I'm going to let, I can see if she got so much in her head, I can see it now. <laughs> for the next five minutes or so, and then I'm gonna come back with the, the fun part to wrap up the show. Yes, I'm not gonna stay on long, I know we are on a time limit, but my next question is, because I already messaged you about this, your book, Love Building 402 Series. All of those characters, I was like, I need to be in this building, like these people. <laughs> They are so, oh my God, they are so funny to me. Like, and I love that they all live in the same place. Mm -hmm. uh, when do you think that next book is coming out? This year? You said it takes you a month or two. I yeah. <laughs> you did, you did. You caught that, didn't you, huh? <laughs> you know, um, it's really a matter of just like, like I said, I can't force write anything. And so when mm -hmm. I sat down to initially work on that final book of that series, it felt like I was really forcing it. 
And when I try to force stuff, it does like it doesn't read well. And yeah. so I have to take a step back from it. And I, you know, I'll come back to it a little bit and I'll step back again. I'll come back into it a little bit. And so hopefully by the end of this year, I'll be able to wrap up that series completely. But yeah, I, I, I love that building. I wish I could live there. <laughs> My thing is, do, when you break these books, do you automatically think of them as series or do they start as one book and then you just end up making it into a series? So it, it, it varies. So like with that building for our two, I knew that was going to be a series um, just because I had all these different scenarios that I wanted to happen. Um, but like the games we play, I didn't know that the lessons we learned, I didn't know that was going to be a spinoff until I meet this character who just seems so deserving of their own story. And so like Khaled, who was just deserving of his own story. Um, and so I was able to work that in and then write the spinoff for that. Yeah, so let's go over to building these play because Larson, aka Law, mm-hmm. <laughs> have him having a twin. I'm like, okay, two fine brothers. You know, the whole scenario, this is good. I loved um um Nick and Monte. Their story, I I was like, what the heck? Come on. Like, because I love that. <laughs> but a funny part about it, I don't know if I read it somewhere else or if I saw a movie and it was like Two best friends, a guy and a girl, you know who it was? Alexandra House books. It just clicked to me. One of her books. It's like they wasn't, um, I hope it's her or your Christina C. James, but I think it's Alexandra House. Could be one of them. Cause I've been reading all you guys like back to back. Please don't let me get nobody character mixed up. But one of those stories were like best friends, but they never were single at the same time. Mm, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then this book was kind of like that, you know, with everything that was happening. I was like, come on, guys, you guys know you love each other. Like, you've been in love forever, but neither one of them were ever was a brave to tell the other person because their friendship was so tight. Right. And it was like, sometimes best friends need to just be lovers because <laughs> they knew, Evan, like, he knew she was upset. Anything, she got a lie to him. It was mm-hmm. like, y'all know so much about each other that your love has to work. Right. And scared to take that next step and you know not be able to go back <laughs> to what it was if anything were to go wrong and so again that's like one of those things like it's like i get it but like y'all are in love love like y'all need to stop playing <laughs> well, it was it wasn't so much like everybody saw it except for them mm-hmm. and then the, the first book with aj and eve <laughs> how you started it off girl i was like oh my god <laughs> she knew the playlist he banged me out her head but I loved how he brought out the grown man in him. Mm-hmm. And I tell people all the time, just because you 30, 40 don't mean you grown. You still be a little boy. Right. But when his mom was like, I hope you don't end up like your dad, like playing all these games. And then when you finally find somebody, she ain't going to take you seriously. And mm-hmm. he wanted her. So he had to really like show her. Yes, I love that whole thing, and now he kind of like keep his hand like that whole that whole building. <laughs> like, Everybody had a little something going on. Everybody, yeah. oh my god, <laughs> they was just that building was something else. But I love their everybody's different issues and how they all was jing and yang and not realizing it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With law and um Angie, you know what I'm saying? She yeah. she was completely different world. But this was a guy who was literally made for you. Right. Excellent work. Excellent work. Thank you. Thank you so much. Besides, you know, not giving me more. (laughs) 
You gotta keep uh, throwing that in your face. How many more is coming? That means something, right? I'm saying, give me your epilogue. I still be wanting to know more. I'm like, wait, hold on. When they having a baby? Like, is they, we gonna have a wedding? Like, I don't want to hear I love you from um, um, Kyla and I want more. Like, I'll be want. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the beauty of it for me because it's like I I I wrote a story that had you so invested that you you know you care about these people beyond what you didn't even see. And so I take that as a compliment. I really do. It, it is. And you can always come back. Like you said, you can always bring them back to life. Mm -hmm. And I'll be right here like, yes. <laughs> You'll be ready this time. You'll be like, I remember them now. I know who these people yes. are. <laughs> I just, I really want to say I appreciate your work. Even um, now, like I'm telling people, read more. Like, definitely, like I said before, earlier, I just want to say this again, with the Black community, with everything that's going on, if they would just demonstrate more real love in our own community, like mothers and fathers, you know what I'm saying? And real love, I don't care, like even with the book where she, um, who had the baby? Tani, Tani, what's her name? Tina, what's the girl's name who has a baby who got with um, um, Max brother, Kevin? Oh, Tiana. Tiana. Yeah, mm -hmm. I heard it. it was coming, it's coming, it's coming. <laughs> but you say like see her whole situation, you know what I'm saying? But you mm -hmm. still you know, like you saw past it. Love. It's all about being vulnerable enough to love somebody. Mm -hmm. And all your books shows all different type of demission, like single motherhood, someone who just got divorced, out of everywhere you can think of, you show that in your stories, and they're just really well done. And I really think and believe that this is a time that we need more of that, if it's in a book or anything. So I just really appreciate you because during all this crazy stuff in life, those has been my escape. I use this karaoke, but sometimes <laughs> I'm just singing 10 o'clock when kids are sleeping. So your books have really been a real escape for me. And I just love love and just keep doing what you're doing. Cause you know, I'll be like, hey, what's the next book? I'm on it. <laughs> Oh, I appreciate it. I I really do. Like I said, it's 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 been a weird time creative, like creatively, just because you know with everything going on, and then just not you know having the usual inspirations that we usually have. You know, since the world is pretty much shut down, and so to hear stuff like that, like I said, it's really just filling me up. So thank you so much. Anytime and you on your show. <laughs> it sounds like we may have to have a part two. Hey, I'm about to read more I, books. So I'm I know. <laughs> and I must say that I am beyond sold. So I guess it's time for me to catch up for you to be the next um, author in my um, repertoire of people awesome. to follow and get to know all these characters too. So I can be in the conversation too. Yes. <laughs> I am sold. And before we wrap this up, my question for you is outside of just doing the books, you ever considered doing like audio books? Cause you know, I'm a voiceover specialist and that's just in our realm of things. So I always ask every author, they ever consider doing audio books. And so I have two audio books available right now. I actually worked with the production company that worked, uh, reached out to me about turning my books and audio books. Nice. And so I have two available, uh, the games we play and the lesson we learned, which we talked about earlier. And then I have two more that are in production right now. Uh, my most recent release, Oops, and then an older one called Wins and Losses. And so slowly but surely, it's um, I have a lot of books, <laughs> and so getting you know transforming my catalog into audio is 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 a work is a project. Uh, but I definitely would love to see more stuff in audio. 
how many voices do you use for it? Two, two for each one. Okay, so like like a guy and a girl, and then mm -hmm. okay. Now, before you actually got into doing the audiobooks for your books, did you actually listen to audiobooks? I didn't. And so that's why when the, the company reached out to me, it didn't even like cross my, like it wasn't mm -hmm. something that necessarily crossed my mind because I wasn't naturally an audiobook consumer. Mm -hmm. But I see the way people really get into them in ways that people, you know, they might not have time to sit down and actually read a physical book, but they can listen to a book, you know, in the car or while they're cleaning up the house or, you know, mm -hmm. doing all these different things. And so it's definitely a market. Uh, that we need to push more of our stories in because there's definitely people that are looking for it. And we're looking for more voices. So like you said, if, if voices is your thing, yes, ma'am, we we need more black narrators, so. I won't listen to you though. <laughs> I, I'm the old fashioned reader. I like a book. I just got into the Kindle because I read so fast. So mm -hmm. I travel, like I'm traveling like next week, still even though epidemic, keep me in your prayers, everybody. Absolutely. But I like that's the most I would do is a Kindle or I have a <laughs> like I can't I'm like I will be so distracted that Bequest has a great voice because she does all my commercials. I love them and then I get so much rating. So I totally get it. And that is a new wave because mm -hmm. I work at the library part time because I love books so much. So it just was a great fitting. Mm -hmm. And everybody really is getting into more of the audio books and the ebooks. Mm -hmm. So that it will be that's really smart to do that. Absolutely. So it's down to the last minute. This is your opportunity to tell the whole world who may not know who you are, who you are, what you're about, and where to find your books. All right. So again, my name is Alexandra Warren. I am a Black romance author specializing in fresh, flirty, and fun Black millennial romance stories. Um, you can find my work on Amazon or uh, request it at your library um, because that they can act, they can absolutely get them there. Um, you can find me online. My website is actuallyalexandra.com. And then from there, you can find all my social media um, at actuallyalexandra on Instagram double underscore actually Alex on Twitter and then author Alexander W on Facebook. Okay. And just to do a little plug and segue every Thursday night at 10 PM Eastern, I do an adult trivia game, you know, well, it's supposed to be trivia, but every time I speak to people, I end up turning into like a therapist. So <laughs> it's, it turns more into like a conversation, but I'm going to tell you about that more off the air, but um, final words, Whitney from Whitney's Gates. Hey guys, this is your girl Whitney from Whitney's Escapes, your number one travel agent. And yes, I do own my own travel agency, but I am also still an agent. So please follow me on all your social media platforms at Whitney's Escapes. Check out my website, Whitney's Escapes, and subscribe to my YouTube channel, Whitney's Escapes LLC. So if you see Whitney's Escapes and see this face, it's me. So please support, and also please support my girl Alexandra Warren. Her books are amazing if you need that escape since we can't like we want to you can escape within one of her books okay final question alexandra if you was going on vacation right now where would you go anywhere i could go safely <laughs> anywhere. anywhere okay anywhere I could go okay so congratulations going to the living room and the bathroom and in the basement attic and maybe i am getting my house, house my house passport stamps all the way up i've been all around <laughs>
So if the pandemic wasn't happening, where would you go? Um, somewhere in the Caribbean. I, I've never been to the Caribbean. I don't know why. Um, but I know, I know. You better follow me. If you're not following me, follow me because I do girls like right now in September, we're going to Turks and Caicos. Always do a group of girls, which will be fun. And then I know I have an idea for you. I'm going to tell you off the air. I have an idea. Okay. Once again, I want to thank Alexandra for being on the T-Clay show and Whitney Escapes for being my co-host. You know what? I kind of like sitting back a little bit and allowing somebody to do a little something. <laughs> you know, take a break because you guys know you go T class. I talk 24-7. Sometimes I feel like I talk in my sleep. But yeah, thank you so much for being on the show, ladies. And you guys know she girl T Quest, your favorite blogger, podcaster, music artist, DJ, party host, voiceover specialist, and then some. Make sure you follow me on all social media platforms at T Quest GLM. Download the T Quest mobile app in your Google Play Store and your app store. Make sure you sign up for my mailing list on my website, gotalumeworld.com. And if you need any of my services, and I'm in any of my services, all you got to do is send up my email, tquestgland at gmail.com. Once again, it's your girl, T-Quest. You are tuning to the T-Quest show. Relatable, informative, and yet entertaining. Tell a friend, tell a friend, because that's just the smart thing to do. Over and out. Ring. <laughs>